Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode five of season five of our podcast. Here's this week's hosts, Safe and Julius. Hello, this is Life of the Future podcast, and I'm Safe, your host. And I'm Julius, your second host. I'm Jason, the guest. And I'm Liam, the other guest. What's your opinion on, like, stress for teenagers now? Do you think it's, like, too much? Or do you think it's, like, uh, the right amount? There's definitely a lot of it. Not just in school, outside as well, with social media mm-hmm. and everything. And in school with all the work and, yeah. yes, a lot of essays. Some teachers, they feel like, oh, they only think about their subject when they're assigning homework. Like, oh, I'm only giving one paper, but they don't think about the other teachers giving, like, two papers. Oh, I'm only giving two papers, I'm only giving one paper. And it adds up, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. I think this is, yeah, it's definitely something that has been trouble in the past. I feel like this year, some classes have definitely said more homework than others, and there's some days where it's really packed, and some days that's not so much. But I feel like they're somewhat good at keeping that all together, unlike some other schools that I know of. Mm-hmm. I had five tests. You um, five? Dang, that's like not, not today. No, that was all in one day. Five tests. All in all one day. Five tests. It might have been. I think they dropped it down to four because I'm pretty sure there's some sort of rule that it can't be more than four tests. They were pretty big. I had Spanish. Science, ELA, and math. PA is the same thing as a higher grade level since technically I'm doing um, ELA for high school then. At the same time, it's kind of what you signed up for. And, yeah. yeah. Because you're in higher classes, do you think it's like more stress than it would be as in, in a normal class? Yes and no. I feel like there's somewhat more work involved, but it's also since it's just harder work. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's... And sometimes we get more because we will we'll have to write essays. Do you, do you think if you like wanted to, could you go higher, <laughs> higher like in classes wise? Could you go to like eleventh grade? Oh, yes and no. There's a there's a person in my class that has done that before. They're Dang. doing stuff and like that in math, but other than that, unless you want to switch buildings and then there's other yeah. testings for that. So yeah. I feel like I could go higher and and everything, but it just takes a lot of dedication mm-hmm. and. Yeah. It takes a lot of commitment. Yeah, you need to be very committed to what grade you want to get. I like the challenge of it, and I like the thought of putting myself into a harder position that I know I will be able to do. So, yeah, I really like to, um, I'm sorry, I like to challenge myself a lot. So, yeah, and because of that, I tried out for the classes, and I was able to get in, and I wanted to stay there. So I've been working hard to keep it up, and I'm doing doing pretty well in it. At home, I feel like work and school is more stressful because you're at home and you feel like you can just do whatever you want, so you're like unfocused and all that. But here, the teachers make sure that you do everything right and that like kind of like brings you that confidence. No one learned anything during online learning. I it was feel- such a hard way to come from yeah. that back here. I was like, oh. And then I switched schools and then I came back. Oh. Oh, yeah, I came from a different school too. I was only here for seventh grade. And then I also, I came and I did uh, higher math in seventh grade, so I had no, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, my other yeah. school was, yeah, it was way, because some schools didn't ever come back from the, never went to e-learning, they just stayed in school, which was really weird for them, yeah. Dang. So it was definitely easier for them, I'd say, to come back, and then um, for the new kids, just from there, going to, from e-learning there, it was really hard for them, especially because the work was still so much, and it just keeps on piling on with each other. Like, for math, when I was in some math in sixth grade, I did not listen to any lessons or anything. So seventh grade was really hard for me because I had to learn and, and apply a bunch of stuff that I didn't know, and I just had to learn it myself. Yeah, I feel so like, it yeah. was really hard. Do you think they're, like, making us think about our future, like, 
too much because like we're like 14 we're not even like an adult yet i probably should think about it more man i have no clue really? what i'm gonna do we're doing career speeches that's yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah we're doing about. career speeches in ELA. yeah i feel like almost like majority of the students are like stressing out about like oh you have to get um Oh, you have to graduate high school. You have to get this. You have to do this in college. You have to get this career. And tuition. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, like in ELA, our teacher's talking to us about, oh, like the tuition you're going to get, your career. But I, I get the career. They're making sure that you're dedicated because they want you to be successful in life. But I feel like, yeah, we're only 14, not even, if not, we're not even adult yet. So yeah. I feel like they should just, like, calm down on the pressure. There's a little I feel bit. like that's another thing that <laughs> adds a, a lot of stress Because we to took people. PSATs, too. Yeah, that's I know. another thing that adds a lot of stress to people, especially, like, thinking if you don't do this, then that'll change. And then there's a whole spiral towards college and then life and then jobs. But in reality, like, one test one day can mean nothing the next day. Same thing the other way around. However, you can definitely change it and just a snap of a moment. I kind of wish we'd slow down. Yeah. Like, oh my god, kindergarten is so easy. So, at home, how many hours do you guys spend doing studying and homework compared to playing outside and talking with friends or being on your phone? Well, usually, this is how my schedule goes. When I get home, I'm exhausted after sports and after listening to a teacher talking for, what, seven, eight hours. seven and a half to eight hours. And, like, that's stressful. Well, not seven and a half because we have lunch. But, so, I usually take a nap. And once it gets around nighttime, I'll obviously make time for my homework because you want to, like, take control and have, like, control over your grades. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, like like be slacking and then just your grades drop down and you're not able to do sports and your teachers are mad at you so yeah you do a lot of sports yeah do you have do you have time for those sports with your homework um some days more than others jason do you do sports Mm -hmm. do you have time to do your sports with your homework yes it just depends if you're consistent with your homework you're in wrestling right Mm -hmm. and i was in football yeah so if they, I, I'm pretty sure this is right. If you get like an F or below, you can't do wrestling, right? No, if it's a C Dang. or below, then you can't play yeah, because obviously the coaches are worried about your grades and stuff, and they don't want these sports to be distracting you. Have you ever been in that position where you can't do sports because your grades? No. Dang. Definitely sports wise, there was a time not anymore that I'd have. Sometimes I'd have to choose and pick and choose different. Um, practices to go to like one day I wouldn't go to um, soccer so I could make room for homework and then another day wouldn't be football and stuff like that but yeah so it's definitely been harder but it's also yeah it's great when I come home from school it's like all I do is homework I mean I play with my little sisters and everything but like other than that it's all homework Mm -hmm. like I haven't played with my friends like at all in like two weeks yeah like during the summer me and my friends we'd hang out consistently every day and i haven't hung out with them since what like sunday last time i hung out was the dance oh yeah the dance was fun but what advice do you have for like people who procrastinate do you know what procrastination is yeah the definition of it uh i don't know the exact definition but it's like when you put something off to a later date because you're i'd say you're kind of stressed out about it and you don't want to do it so yeah you push it you keep on pushing it until eventually you have to do it or you never do it. Hmm. I feel like that really like applies to when you get lazy for homework and you're like, oh, I'll just do it this other day. But then if you just keep on pushing it to a different date, like Liam said, but then you never get it done. So I feel like you should just get it done at the start.
Yeah. yeah, it's definitely. It might not be easy at the time, but mm-hmm. it's definitely the right call. So like, how can you stop yourself from procrastinating? Like always, like, even like in a like a, a essay, the hardest part for me is always the beginning, like the hook. Like I like for the career the career speech, I cannot do the hook right now. I have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still working on it now. It's definitely hard. Like, do you, is it like like just self control? Is that all it is? It's discipline. Yeah, you gotta yeah. do it. So there's two different types of stress. It's kind of good stress. Like you're excited about something and you're weighing it and you're kind of stressful in a good way. Like distress, sort of like your procrastination and you're scared mm-hmm. and anxious as to what this thing is and how you do not want to do that. Is that why, like when people say, oh, are you, are you in distress? Yeah, so distress and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they don't, they're scared, they're worried, they're just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you think teachers can like stop amount, large amounts of distress? From students, I know it's definitely one of their top priorities. They're not trying to get us stressed out, even though yeah. how much we probably want to think that at least. <laughs> yeah, actually, all my teachers are really good with, like, helping. If someone's, like, worried about what this will do, will this help to calm it out? In reality, it's all just a test, no matter what. Something that they could really stop you stress, I guess. Even though they're doing such a good job. Less homework is great and all, but I know that we still have to do homework in order to get things done. Otherwise, we probably have less of a summer and less breaks. But minimalizing the amount of homework as far as they can, which they might have already done. But yeah, that. And um, I guess being a little flexible with time expiration is like, as, if they're not doing it, I get it. If they're, if the student were to not be um, doing the work and I'm just being like, I could do it this other day. She doesn't really care about the, they don't really care about the, um, when it's due. But if someone that really is working hard on it and trying their best and still needs another day to give that to them and not have to take maybe a certain percentage off because of it, because I know that's a lot of people, a lot of my friends' worries. You guys got anything to say about how people could, uh, how other students could help stop stress? So I feel like it's all about how good of a person you are to other people. So it's all about sympathy for other people. Yeah, like supporting them out and helping them and listening to them when they need to talk about something and then standing up for them in some sort of way that will really help out and if they just want to talk or they need help you could also help them out which is what I went by with support mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. parents could also help kids like they could stop them from feeling all that pressure because I feel like if your parents also put pressure on you that's like too much and that could cause anxiety something that really helped me was this was like third or fourth grade um, I was really freaked out about this project, and it was due the next day, and I was pretty much almost done with it, but not fully, and I was, like, freaking out about it, and then at the end of the day, my mom was like, my mom just told me, no matter what, this project doesn't really mean anything for you in the real world, oh, not in the real world, but it doesn't mean much for you outside of your, and your mental health and your, um, your, yeah, your mental health and your, just you, yourself, your physical self is way more important than this and anything else would be in school rise and just in general pa students if they have like learning disabilities should they still be in pa yeah i don't see why any reason why not to if you want to be in pa you should definitely go for it no there shouldn't be any reason why i should stop you if you have a disability of some sort yeah just like what liam was saying i don't think having a disability is any reason for you not to go for like dreams or anything because yeah they yeah, they can stop you in some obstacles, but they can't stop you in all of them. Just have faith in yourself, be confident, and don't let other people put you down. I believe that, like, 
like taking like a perspective from like somebody who's like who like thinks differently or is like disabled or whatever it's something that you should like something you should try and listen to in like a good way you know because like because like people that have disabilities uh they think different and like and like they give you different point of views on some topics and they just help you look at things in another perspective yeah if you really think about it they've probably they've gone through more than you and with that disability and them being able to still be at the position that they're at with that disability shows just how much more they may have worked in order to get there uh, compared to you so that for all you know they could be smarter than you with that being said something that helps a lot in PA with all the work and whatever is just having fun somehow figuring out to have fun with all the stress and all that stuff in school all that having fun and I know there's a bunch of people in my classes that it was great last year and this year as well that'll just keep the classroom fun it might be a little annoying for a teacher but definitely it's worthwhile for the kids and keeps me involved in some aspect and let me laugh have a good day yeah. Thank you for listening to Life is the Future podcast. I'm your host, Safe. Your host, Julius, with our guests, Jason and Liam. Signing off. Bye. 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 <laughs>Okay, thanks to Liam and Jason for joining Safe and Julius this week to talk about stress specific to academics in middle school. This topic comes up quite a bit year to year in our podcast, which is great, it's fine, because really what this is is insight directly into teenage life. And academic stressors are a huge part of middle school. So you heard them talk about the challenges of advanced classes in particular. They talked about the balance of athletics and social life just a little bit. They talked about the carryover of e-learning and those struggles specific to the quarantine time during our COVID pandemic. You heard the boys today talk about future expectations and the pressures of that, career, foreshadowing. You heard them talk a little bit about procrastination, sympathy for others. They talked through learning disabilities and, of course, the role that, that teachers and parents can play in stress management for teens. I think the very end was particularly useful as they talked through the advice that they might have for any listeners to balance stress during teen years. I think it's important for all of us, especially our older generations, to be able to listen to our younger people. And that's the idea of this podcast. We're just giving the students a voice and a chance to talk things through. Just a little behind the scenes here, as the health teacher, it's been a little difficult to get the students in and recording. There's a lot going on from October through November and now here as we start December. And that's just how the school year goes. This is always the point in the school year and our podcast season where things start to become, I, I wouldn't call it a chore, but there's certainly work. And this podcast is work. You know, it is stressful. We're just hoping that it's you stress, the good type of stress for our hosts and our guests, as opposed to distress, which is the bad kind of stress. If you've made it this far on the podcast, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you've subscribed. Check out that you are connected with us on whatever platform you're listening to right now. And if you have the time, it's going to just take a couple of seconds. Please rate or review this podcast. It helps it reach more listeners. And finally, if you're feeling extra helpful, there's always a chance to support us financially. In the show notes, you'll see a link. For as cheap as 99 cents a month, you can support the Life is the Future podcast. Those funds go towards providing this opportunity for students in the future. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.